0: What is the future of insurance? We discuss this in the first truly global insurance and finance live with three experts from IBM. Don Hummer from the U.S., Jürgen Hushens from Germany, and Satoshi Fuji from Japan. This podcast is hosted by Sabine Vanderlinden and Dr. Robin Kira, made possible by IBM, Digital Scouting, and you. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Global Insurance Live, the first truly global version of the Insurance and Finance Live show. Not only with me, of course, but with a co-moderator of mine, Sabine van der Linden, you all know very well, and three IBM experts for which we have prepared some exciting questions. Don Hammer from the US, Jürgen Kuschens from Germany, and Satoshi Fuji from Japan, all live right now around the world. Thank you very much for joining us here today.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: We will not start with an introduction because, A, there is LinkedIn, you know, and, you know, data advice you can buy around the world. Just no pun intended. Um, But let's go um, into a quick round of questions. Um, I start the sentence and you end it. Um, First, Dom, quantum computing is exciting because?
1: Great question, Robin, and thanks for everyone for joining today. So quantum is is relevant because of three things. (coughs) One is going to tackle complex problems we simply can't tackle today. Two is going to enable insurers to introduce new products and services that haven't even been thought about today. And lastly, and equally as important, is one of those rare technologies that fundamentally will reshape insurance as we know it today. So it's exciting to be part of it.
0: So, in insurers expand or need to expand in different ecosystems, uh, new business models. Why?
2: Thank you. Uh, because I summarize the reason into three points, traditional market growth limitation, new risk profile, and technology network. The traditional insurance market of growth is limited due to the population and lifestyle change. However, the risk to be covered by insurer is changing and expanding. For example, natural disaster pandemic, new technology like cyber and autonomous driving. And the technology like AI, cloud, IoT, and quantum can ready to use to monetize more efficiently new insurance business models. So, insurance can expand with a new business model
0: thank you very much and by the way we see first people saying hello from munich from london from all around the world so thank you very much for joining if you see this like it share it hug your phone because you want to show the algorithm that you love this show um so before i come to my next uh, let's go to the next question Jürgen. within the next three years this is going to be the biggest change in the way we work
3: yeah, there will be a, per- a pervasive use of AI uh, in in our in supporting the humans and the processes. And it will not be, let's say, in a visible way, it will be in an invisible way. Um, uh, in the automated case, in the clerk-supporting case, or even, uh, let's say, uh, that, that our customers, when they have questions, that there will be uh, machines supporting them in making good decisions and, and getting immediate help.
0: Sabine, um, my big question to you is What is the biggest success factor when startups and insurers work together? Because you know a thing or two about that.
4: Just a couple, right? Uh, I would say culture, 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 culture. Diversity of thought. You know, being able to be agile, open minded, collaborative is going to be key. And then to be successful, as you know, Robin, we need to talk to the C level's feet.
0: That's for sure. So Sabine, um, yeah, thank you very much for that. Um, Let's move now to Quantum. Um,
4: Robin, Robin, Robin. I also (laughs) have a question for you. Okay. So this will be the best insurance live event because...
0: Because we have the best uh, expert of course, you, you, and um, the audience watching, asking questions, take a chance to ask here the, the leading, leading experts from IBM uh, your questions, don't worry, or also us, and all your comments, and I think that's, that's a great, I think that would be a great one. All right, so, uh, I hope that was good. And um, let's go to quantum. Quantum, the German Chancellor Angela Merkel opened the first quantum computer in Germany last week. Um, Don, why is quantum a game changer and what are like three reasons why it could be interesting for the insurance industry? Sure. Um,
1: first of all, I love talking about quantum. So, so, Robin, great question. So before I answer the question, I do want to kind of level set that quantum is still very early in its life cycle today. So a lot of industry experts are kind of saying it's three to five years before it really hits kind of a commercial applicability. But with that being said, we are talking a lot of a lot of insurers today about what can you do today to be quantum ready. So it's still very, very early, but people are getting engaged. And what we're finding, it really crosses three types of patterns. The very first one is more scenario simulations. So think about claims and underwriting the second one is really optimization. So think about premiums and portfolio assessments of your customers. And then also think about AI and machine learning, um, which really gets back to risk scoring and fraud model. So we think that as your backdrop and, and to think about how it's really relevant to insurance, three things. One is um, it's gonna solve problems that simply can't be solved today through, through classical computer. That is referred to as quantum supremacy. And if you think about a data point, which is I found is very fascinating, mm-hmm is that uh, quantum can calculate 100 trillion times faster uh, than a classical supercomputer. So just okay. think about the processing power there. There the are second, a lot of
0: zeros. <laughs> I, I was thinking you were saying, Don, it can t- calculate one trillion times more faster than you, Rob. And I was like, okay, but well, that's, that's not important. That's not a lot. But that's a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the second thing is really from from a security perspective. So a lot of customers are, are coming to say, hey, look, you know, the, a lot of the classical uh, or a lot of the security algorithms today are based off of classical. But in the future, if it's based off of quantum, what does that mean? How do we need to protect ourselves from cybersecurity threats? So security is definitely a big topic. Um, and the last one is very exciting, is, is that quantum is going to open up new products and services. Um, and, and a lot of insurers are saying how, how do I prepare for that yeah. And what are those things that we can really provide a better customer experience So very exciting times
0: And, and do you have if, if you look into the fantasy, do you have an idea what, how that could look like such a new product inside insurance or outside? So, so
1: yes yes and no. Um, you know the interesting thing about and I'm gonna kind of answer it this way, When you think about financial services, a lot of the folks who are getting engaged are more in the banking and financial market. So like the J.P. Morgan and Chase's are more on option pricing and risk analysis. Goldman is really around derivative pricing. But insurance is still very new. Um, Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, we really don't have a solid uh, use case where all insurers are kind of raising their hand and says that's something that means to us. But also that's extremely exciting. Um, And and one of the things you mentioned that, that you mentioned Germany there's really three three countries now where we have, we IBM have engaged to actually build a quantum computer. So, so Germany's first, uh, the second one is Japan. Um, and the third one is actually in Ohio, where I live on um, the Cleveland Clinic. And, and really the three, the three uh, countries are really looking at is, we know this is new, we know this is a game changer. How do we actually learn and develop talent in our countries, to be able to plan for that, so very exciting
0: times. All right, thank you very much. Um, and uh, Satoru, if you look at the situation in Asia and in Japan, um, how does quantum? Uh, are there quantum examples there, or what is what could be the role there?
2: Yeah, uh, let me explain the situation of Japan regarding quantum computing. Quantum computing is also becoming a hot topic in Japan. IBM Q-Network Hub, collaborating with the K.O. University, has started 2018, and the Japan-IBM Quantum Partnership, alliance with the University of Tokyo, have announced the installation of quantum computer, don't say it, (laughs) And and by the end of this year, this is a whole in the U.S. and Germany. At this point, we have just begun to participate in quantum partnership program with academia and small number of advanced companies, for example, Chemical and Finance Institute and Automobile. So one of the leading industries is chemistry. Through simulation, it is expected that innovative material will be created. Mitsubishi Chemical Corporation envisioned uh, LED and solar cell as a candidate. Also working the Lithium battery, lithium air battery, which is also said to be able to store several times as much electricity as the lithium ion battery used in the smartphone and uh, electric vehicle. Also, Toyota expect to use the quantum computer to run of the big data on car driving record to find the driving route that avoids traffic jam. Uh, for I uh, expect use case are very limited so far. From, for just disaster prediction, uh, also uh, they optimize the optimizer balance between the cost and risk in the, the insurance area. This is Japan's situation.
0: Super interesting. I th- what I take away is also the, um, uh, you know, the, I heard the hypothesis that actually for really true autonomous driving, you need better supercomputers like Quantum and Co. I think that's something super exciting. Jürgen, uh, Quantum in Europe, what do you say? What do you see? And uh, what should insurance do about it?
3: Um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a evolution of technology in the way uh, we can uh, address problems as as we discussed already. So uh, the insurance industry, uh, let's say, will be affected in, in two ways from my perspective. First of all, of course, if the world is changing, the risks are changing. So uh, insurance is impacted in an indirect way, as simply the way research is done and uh, and materials are developed and. Technology cycles are run; uh, will change, okay? and that will have immediate impact on on insurance. Okay? But but then also in a direct way, as uh, as we had already discussed in the in the sense that um, uh, uh, let's say a new approach to risk modeling will become feasible in the sense that you can really uh, view it uh, uh, um, holistically in the sense. Uh, Let's say take the earth, take the climate thing. Don't don't nail it down in, into several components, but but really uh, ask the questions that that the sci- uh, scientists so far were not there to ask because they knew uh, we cannot answer them. So, um, and it's really important that people get the head around it. And at the end, uh, it's it's like like so many times in our history, it's a new way uh, of. Uh, of using natural science to solve problems. And that yeah, requires yeah. people uh, who are trained the way uh, to think. And, and the big problem with quantum computer is to model the problems in an adequate way so that the quantum computer can deal with it. So, so the big, big thing for the human brain is to do the transformation of the problem formulation so that it is formulated in an equivalent way uh, in the quantum world, and then the machine can help us to solve it.
4: Yeah. So, okay. Jess, it's interesting because, uh, you know, knowing IBM, right, big company, we know that IBM is not a nonprofit making research organization, right? It's a billion dollar corporation. So I'm going to come to John and ask, you know, why do you invest so much in this tech?
1: So, so, so great question, Sabine. You know, what's, what's very exciting is IBM, we just celebrated 110th anniversary earlier this month. Um, and when Arvind Krishna, our CEO, kind of uh, kind of announced that and talked about that, the fundamental heartbeat of that is innovation. And so when you think about IBM and innovation over the years, you know, a couple examples that folks may or may not know. Uh, IBM has uh, invented the punch card, social security, the barcode, we actually helped Apollo programs from a NASA perspective, the mainframe, um, most recently Watson winning Jeopardy. I mean, innovation drives this industry, uh, fuels growth, um, and we're very excited to be part of that. And that ties perfectly to so being to the last topic of quantum, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to be the forefronters. We fundamentally think this is going to change the industry. And that's what that's what feeds our hunger. Yeah.
4: Thank you. Thank you, John. Jorgen, can I ask you, though, um, when you look at all the changes, right? All the changes happening in the world, whether you look at technology, you know, the way we work, culture, and even, you know, what we've experienced recently, the pandemic. So how are these impacting the way we work? You know, what are the new ways we should be considering today?
3: Mm. I mean, we, we got used to the new work, uh, normal that everybody is working from home, and, and, and in a remote way, I think that IBM, uh, I, I'm almost 30 years with IBM, uh, we could always do this. So that is not new for us. But but the really new thing, it's becoming per- pervasive that, uh, let's say, all kinds of, all parts of the society, from schools to the workplace, uh, uh, have adopted this technology. But as I said in the very beginning, uh, this adoption will be accompanied by infusing AI for decision-making and for uh, for easing uh, the, um, let's say, the way we are working together with robotics, so uh, so that the human work will not go away, uh, uh, just the opposite. But the humans can, can concentrate, let's say, uh, on uh, on really tough problems uh, where, you, where you have to think a lot, where you have to uh, have a lot of knowledge and in, 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 in do a combination of knowledge in order to get a problem. Or let's say on the society things where you need emotions, where you need to be positive and feelings, but all the tedious things in the middle, uh, there is a hope that, that this, uh, we can minimize this or that we will finally go away. And then for me, this is a big pattern. Uh, you can also apply for the work uh, in the insurance companies that uh, when, when you take it from the agents that say to the staff clerks, uh, it will be the same. The, the agents can really concentrate on, on, on the clients and, and their needs. In, in an emotional way, and um, to help them to with the situations, with the problems, to make good advice, and also the clerks. Uh, Let's let say that the, the tedious, repetitive things they will go away, uh, but but they can really then uh, do decision making and really look at the situation also in a more holistic way. That, that that are the uh, in my in my thinking, these are the two uh, big patterns uh, that we would see.
4: Fascinating. And, Satoshi, do you see the same development in Japan? Um, you know, uh, do, do you see actually an alignment between the operating environment of the business and you know the way the channel network works? Uh, because we see a lot of decentralization for example, in a number of markets.
2: Yeah, in Japan market, the digital transformation is a key for... All industry. But before pandemic, the overall progress of the digital transformation, the new way of work in Japan has been very disappointing. For example, cloud adoption speed, Japan lags behind South Korea and Australia in Asia, and the private sector investment, artificial, ingest, artificial intelligence is only 2% of that in the United States. The reason why is uh, this transformation has been misunderstood as a renewal of a legacy systems. It has been viewed not as a transformation, but as a IT ne- renewal or replacement from paperwork to IT tools. So it's an in incremental innovation, like Japanese French Kaizen. Mm-hmm. So also there's a strong tendency to avoid accepting disruptive or radical innovation uh, with the employment challenge. This is a Japanese culture. However, for an insurance company in Japan, they are to extend the business in 2019, two years ago, and amended to the business Insurance Business Act, of the insurance company to provide the data they hold to the third party. This is a big change for the insurance company. This enable the insurance company to use the data not only for insurance consulting, but also solving social issues, for example. Prediction of the climate change risk, smart mobility service, more detailed, prevention of the car accident by the elderly, optimize the distribution against increased demand for logistics, uh, stay home, driving a diagnostic and the risk alert by connected car driving record, and so on. In addition to the COVID pandemic forced to change the way of work, need to redesign customer channel strategy from face-to-face human interaction focus model to human interaction and online mix model. As a result, the Japanese insurance company enhanced a direct channel using a mobile technology, cloud and API, and then realize a data pri- data-driven personalized service Health promotion insurance and pay how you drive motor insurance are example in Japanese good case. Fascinating. So
4: what I hear is that she is, um, you know, like we see here in Europe, smart home, smart uh, smart car are becoming really big, big themes. And you mentioned the problem around the elderly. You know, we have a major problem here as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of problems
0: we have also a problem because i see out there hundreds of people watching on facebook linkedin youtube on my twitter on Sir beans twitter and you guys not liking and sharing and commenting please do that now like and make this like button you know go red and explode please when you're there anyway so we're super exciting that you're there and don't hesitate to ask a question or just say hi wherever you around the globe are i would be super interested in where you actually are currently um yeah, um, shall we go to another creative round? Is that okay? Um, all right, um, I was thinking about, let's do something a game that's called hot or not. Or let's say hype or here to stay. It's again, I say something and you say, it's a hype or not and like one or two sentences why it's hot or not. Jürgen, um, remote working, hype or here to stay?
3: Here to stay forever. Yeah. All right. It, it, it's simply, it's more natural. Well, its uh, It's more natural to be, Uh, low low, uh, boundaries between uh, working and not working. Uh, The humans, we we are not separated in a working piece and a non-working piece. And so why should we do this uh, with respect to placing?
0: (laughs) Don, crypto, hot or not, or hype or here to stay?
1: I I believe it's here to stay. Uh, And and the reason I I say that is because I think as you take a look at the, the folks that are now starting to enter insurance, um, millennials and some of the ones after that, uh, cryptocurrencies is starting to be see how they pay. So insurers are going to have to start collecting payments for premiums through cryptocurrency. So definitely here to stay.
0: Yeah, and we see first insurers actually doing that. Uh, but I really hope the IBM quantum computer that computer doesn't mess up with my wallet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, right. never. Satoshi, cloud, uh, hype or here to stay?
2: My is high. While past years such as AWS, Azure, GCP, and ML cloud have been the main growth driver in the cloud market, and also SaaS such as Salesforce and Adobe are also expe- expected to grow soon. And we are seeing the increase of a consultation requests from our client. In addition to this trend, the Key will be how to efficiently utilize and operate the cloud, cloud, and on-premise system. So, architecture change towards hybrid cloud with an engine of hype. This is why I said hype.
0: Okay, positive hype here. Human uh, AI hype are here to stay. Uh,
2: here to
3: stay. A very good tool to make uh, to help decision making and make the the world smarter.
0: And by the way, one AI thing that's working right now is we have a simultaneously real-time, um, uh, actually, captation in our video on LinkedIn. So they have, you know, AI power behind it. Yep. It's, you know, you can, when you're in the, you know, when they're in the subway right now, they can even uh, watch us. That's really, really great. Yep. Dom, insurers as life assistance Hype or here to stay?
1: You know, that's another way. I I think it's here to stay. Um, And and the reason I say that as well is I think insurers are looking for more ways or more touch points outside of just extending your your policy or uh, filing a claim. Um, So when you think about what's happening in North America, um, pretty much all insurers have a telematics, you know, be it smart car, smart home. Um, Those are great touch points. And and as a a parent of two children, um, if you think about some of the services like We have strategic partnerships like companies like Groupama, and what they're able to start providing now um, is is that let's say i have a 16 year old um he's now 17 but i have a 16 year old he just gets a car um and maybe i want to be notified and maybe he's slightly going over the speed limit right so if i get that service now i ensure is protecting my most valuable asset which is my family right and then i can have what i refer to as a coaching moment with my son to say you know what speed limits are there for a reason um so can insurers provide this type of service uh, to policyholders to once again protect our most valuable assets? So definitely here to stay.
0: All right, thank you um Sabine, we have, would also like to talk about new business models I think yes, have a certainly.
4: so it's interesting I was listening to what Don just said around uh, you know the insurance companion so you know when you start looking at the world we have, right now, and a lot of conversation happening on LinkedIn, actually, gentlemen. We talk a lot about embedded insurance, ecosystem, uh, you know, networked economy, uh, and disruption. So I would like to ask you, technology does not only optimize existing industries, they also enable new business models. What is your view? And I would like to start with Jorgen with that question.
3: Yeah, I, I'm a strong believer, uh, let's say, in the power of this approach, and uh, and I'm following this discussion on, on uh, business platforms for a decade now. And uh, actually, uh, in, in, in Germany, we started um, with a thing called personal electronic health record. Okay? think about the following. Uh, today, in most of the systems in the world, uh, the system owns your health data. The doctor, the dentist, pharmacist, whoever owns your health data, the only one who doesn't own the, your health data is yourself. <laughs> and and if you think about it, uh, uh, this is not natural, also. And and so uh, we came up with the idea to give each of the persons their personal health record. Yeah. Yeah. So that they can come to the system, and we don't want to say change the system. We want to make it better, so that they can come to the system, and the new doctor uh, 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 who's working with you, he can know your history you can make immediately an overview on, 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 on your health status and, and the history and we had the good luck uh, to cooperate with the largest uh, German compulsory health insurance company called TK in Hamburg yeah. and and they uh, understood and said yes this will be a big danger for the system because this will drive all the technological possibilities of telemedicine and all our analytical tools we could use uh, in, in the medicine but only, of course, uh, if the data is the yeah, yeah. and you, uh, as an affected person, you don't have to rely on the system uh, so that at the right point in time, they have collected the data for you. Yeah, so yeah, are, you people are people curious. really actually using that? Yes, it's uh, it, it, actually a little miracle happened in, in, in <laughs> Germany in the sense that uh, once we kind of built the prototypes and people could look at it and they say, yeah, uh, yes, this is great, this, this is working. And so the, the politics in Germany, uh, um, um, let's say, went on this wagon and, and, and they changed the laws in the sense that uh, from January 1st this year, every German has now the lifelong right to own his personal health record. And for me, uh, this is a big thing about democracy and democratization also in the health system. And now, uh, of course, Sabine, uh, but also from, from a business platform point of view, because this changes the way the medical system is organized big times and you immediately have new models of interaction and of uh, of helping the persons with the health, uh, but also uh, gaining efficiency in the system to avoid a double and triple medication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, for me, this is an, a wonderful example on how uh, technology can be used if we apply it uh, uh, on a, on the problem we have as a society and as, as humans. And, and then we can create really uh, new things that will help us a lot.
4: Thank you very much, Jorgen. Don, so I'm hearing that data is the fuel of tomorrow and then we have to add AI and this great emerging technology together. So can you give us more use cases of what can we do with all this emerging tech?
1: Absolutely, Sabine, great question. And, and I'm gonna give you, give you three. Um, so if the one first one is kind of referred to as a concept of data marketplace, and so data marketplace really says insurers have a lot of great information about their policyholders and their customers. Um, and they also kind of sometimes use external data sources for marketing and advertising data marketplace. What if you can combine these, um, leveraging internal, external data to really cater to your customers. And this fits really well across the entire value chain via claims, via marketing, uh, via contact center. Um, and even being the telematics example, if if you have somebody driving in a particular area, can you pull in weather data? Can you pull in traffic congestion, redirect that driver to a different location that's safer for him or her? The second one is around computer vision. So think of this as augmented reality, virtual reality, mixed reality. Um, and how do you, especially in the virtual world that Juergen mentioned, how do you actually leverage this technology to still give a, a, a virtualized customer experience?
0: Go on. Go on. So let's say
1: from... Let's
0: if I'm the COO or CIO or CSO of an insurer and say, that sounds really awesome, but how does that stuff solve my problems right now?
1: Right, okay, so, so let's let's give you one um, self-service. So what we're finding is the average call to a call center and still a lot of folks still, still calling to the call center, it's about six to $8 per call. If you change that to a virtual uh, call, uh, virtual assistant chatbot is pennies on the dollar, and so let me give you two examples. CVS and Anthem are examples of this, and I'll give you an Anthem case study. What Anthem is using for data and AI is they're actually doing predictive analytics to understand why customers may call, and they're proactively reaching out to them. Um, they're reaching out to them through their their choice, so be it uh, so, so be it either you know text or email their choice. So that's a very specific example. If you could reduce Anthem's calls by ten percent and satisfy them even more of the customer through, hey, they know me, they know, and they can anticipate my needs. That is hard dollar savings, and that's getting more loyal customers.
0: So and that- I think more loyal CEOs that are watching right now and saying, okay, cost saving, I didn't understand the quantum part, but that's something I understand. Absolutely. But one thing
4: which is important, I assume, is also, you know, where you, you put your data and a, a lot of conversation, Robin and, and I tend to have is around all that cloud and private cloud conversation. And so I assume, John, you need to do that different, right? If you want to achieve the you know, react, the benefit from, from the technology. You, you do. And that,
1: Sabine, that, that's perfect. That ties back into that first one around the data marketplace. Really, one of the, the other concepts of that is typically with insurers. Um, data scientists, the profession are the ones that typically get access to the data, but data markets is what if you open that up? What if you're allowed trusted data to be stored in a centralized place? And you are a person in claims, you're a person in marketing, you're a person in contact center. You could go into a single source of trusted data and create your own models that can serve your customers. How awesome is that?
4: Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Yes. Exciting times, exciting times.
4: And so much more to get done, right?
1: A lot to get done. I think for a lot of this stuff, the vision is there. Um, a lot of insurers are starting to experiment. So the MVPs, POCs, we're doing garages with a lot of our customers. Yeah. And, and so so Robin, as you said, OK, now that we've proved out the concept, now let's save some money and let's improve the customer experience.
0: Especially, I would be super curious what like your perspective is on new business model are these topics addressing the situation also of insurers in Japan, or are, do you have different problems and are looking for new business models there?
2: Yeah, in Japan, the new business models com- mainly come from the partnership, new partnership, because uh, insurance company doesn't have enough data to pro- produce a new product or new services. For example, in Japan, collaboration with the INSTEC to the micro-insurance with the agility Major Japanese insurance company work with uh, a micro-insurance initiative. and uh, also collaboration with the social network services to get the customer contact point and the behavior of data. Uh, one of the mega uh, PNC insurance company on the social media network. So this is come from not inside of the insurance industry, but also come to uh, outside the insurance insurance sector. This is a very important point and uh, different from the other country.
4: So, gentlemen, should I
3: start? (laughs) I I have two points. Sorry to interrupt. But uh, coming back, let's say to the data point and and, and how and the problem in Japan, how can insurance company can access it? uh, Let's say we from IBM, uh, we are working in the area of, of cognitive input management. Uh, to make uh, the image history that, for example, health insurers have over the last 30 years, let say, accessible so that you can use this as a source of data and knowledge about it. So this will be, uh, from my perspective, a big thing to provide uh, the insurance companies with the access and knowledge uh, of their customers. And the second thing I wanted to mention is, uh, on the data side, uh, IBM um, is, is coming up uh, with a, Concept and, and, and tools for data fabric uh, to, uh, to get this virtualization that we know from cloud computing also into the data. That we have, uh, we can access data even if we cannot directly access it and have a kind of virtualization so that consumption uh, of data uh, will be easier. Okay? And, and this, for me, um, let's say, are two uh, big examples um, that everything is done in order to pass the way. Uh, Into the future so that we can really access these data that we have. Sorry for for, uh, but (laughs) I thought I had to say
4: very important information, (laughs) actually, gentlemen. When you look at Don, Jorgen, Satoshi, you are covering three of the biggest markets in the world for insurance, right? And so when we look at the audience who are listening to us right now, why should they call you? Don, who should call you and
0: why?
1: Well, I would say that uh, we're all insurance family here, so Robin, so anybody who wants to reach out and have a conversation, more than happy to do it. I mean, each of the topics covered today, we got great case studies and use cases, happy to share that. And I would also say is that, you know, Sabine and Robin, you're both very active in social media as we are. So what I would just encourage everybody to do is as we post articles out there, as we share points of view, as you facilitate more of these sessions, let's stay engaged, let's challenge each other. Um. If somebody has a point of view, let's add to it so we all grow as a community. So um, I welcome everybody's input. Wonderful,
4: Jorgen.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, in, in, I always feel that IBM is working very closely with the insurance uh, industry in order to, uh, to to progress and 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 to change. And so uh, I think I, I actually have already a very good network of people in the insurance company where we do continuous discussion on on what we can do, what it means, what is the direction, uh, what are good experiences, bad experiences, and, w- and what errors you have to avoid. So, and and I'm also a deep believer uh, that several people have to work together in order to find uh, the best people. And I always view myself as a part of this discussion uh, in the sense of that I have a very good overview of what's happening in insurance in Europe and also what what we can do with technology. And and, and again back to the platforms. Uh I, I also have some other ideas in my head of things that have not been done yet. And where we are looking for partners uh where we can go ahead.
4: You know what, Jorgen, we should have the conversation on LinkedIn, you know, through the channel that and the invitation that um Robin sent, you know, we could actually get people to engage and actually ask the question as well. Yeah, uh, be, yeah because yeah.
3: again uh, Good ideas they have to grow, and and this sorry uh, and and, th- and this is an iterative thing where where, where, where people have to work together uh, and to really harden the idea to the point where, where it can get real sorry uh, Paul for interrupting. <laughs>
4: Why
2: should we call yeah. you fans? Yeah, as discussed, the insurance market is changing slowly but surely. And competitor is not only traditional insurance insurer, but insurtech, platform like GAFA in the United States, both in China, and uh, unpredictable as an industry company. So. In addition, insurance company need to maintain the long-term relationship with the policy folder and the integration with the existing system. So mainframe-based system and open legacy system. This is a key and the most challenging part of this kind of transformation. We have not only consultant designer who can apply the new technology and methodology, and also have engineer who are expert of legacy systems such as COBOL and mainframe and so on. Uh, Our technology asset and the people asset, understanding and experience both legacy and cutting technology like quantum and AI cloud and insurance business insight, are our greatest value proposition. So I'm looking forward to working with you on your journey transformation in the new insurance company. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much,
0: Don, Yuri, Satoshi, but Zabin, why should
4: somebody call you? Well, why should somebody call me? They should call me because I'm the InsurTech queen. And so therefore, we'll continue talking about insurance and technology and transformation online.
0: Thank you very much. All right, Don here, Satoshi, Sabine, it was a true pleasure. Time flies, and surely we could have talked for hours. But Don's, Don's day just started, Satoshi's day just ended. We're in the middle of it. True global live event. Thank you very much for everybody watching, watching right now. If you watch the recording, do not hesitate to like, share, and comment. We will watch what's going on in the comment section, and it helps to spread the show. We have a lot of comments. Thank you very much. And I would say, see you soon at an insurance and tech event around the world. All right. Bye, everyone. All right.
2: Thank, you. Thank you. See you.